This is not going to be a pleasant experience. You are going to see and hear things that are not going to be very nice. Experts divide serial killing into two general types: organized and disorganized. An organized killer brings everything he needs to complete the murder. A disorganized killer improvises. Begin. Listener discretion is advised. She died never knowing what happened to her only daughter. Her ashes were returned to Washington and spread from the corner of 15th Avenue and Washington Street, where Sophia was last seen, to St. Joseph's Catholic Church, where they held a mass for her. Even with Maria gone, Kennewick police stayed in touch with the rest of the Horas family and continued searching for the missing girl. And to be completely honest, it looked like no one would ever know what happened to Sophia at this point. Year after year went by, and despite some anniversary articles and kind of, you know, weak leads, the case just got colder and colder. That is, until 2021. February 4th, 2021 was the 18th anniversary of Sophia's disappearance. To mark this occasion, Kennewick police, who are still haunted by this unsolved case, enlisted the help of a Washington State Patrol program. The Homeward Bound program's goal is to bring attention to missing children by posting their photos and information on the sides of tractor trailers. This way, there is literally a rolling billboard that goes across the country and into Canada and Mexico, putting these faces in front of potential witnesses. That's an excellent program. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, so at the time, in February, um, Sophia was the fifth child to be um, that was being featured like at the time, and they were going up to 10, basically 10 at a time that were going around the country. Police say that they received several calls and possible leads from this event, but their biggest lead would come a few months later from an unlikely source. TikTok. Now we're at TikTok. Uh. Now, this is an absolutely bonkers part of the story. So there's this random social media personality in Mexico who posts a bunch of videos on TikTok where he interviews people in the street and he posts on, he posts on YouTube as well. So I watched several of them. And while I don't really know what they're saying, they seem like lighthearted and fun, just kind of man on the street type things. Okay. So his name is Ozbala on TikTok and Oz, O-Z-Z, on YouTube. But he posted the video in question on the Akai Ala TikTok account. So I know I'm already losing you with the social media talk. Yeah, I, I, I know YouTube. But in any case, I promise this is worth it. So just okay. hang in there. Uh, I'm, I'm right there. All T- right. TikTok. TikTok. So this guy went down to the town plaza in Culiacan, Sinaloa. 
Culiacan is the largest city in Sinaloa, which is in northwestern Mexico. So he's just doing his thing, talking to people, when he starts interviewing this young woman who's sitting in the plaza. The woman said she was homeless, but then says that she was kidnapped as a young child. Here is a quick word from our sponsor. We take this few seconds off to inform you, our valued loyal listener, about the best health and fitness podcast shows from the Nespod Studios. Join us as we give you the best of the best health and wellness updates you can rely on for the treatment of chronic health problems. Classic functional medicine back to basics health tips and special updates from the best doctors in the United States of America. Check out this health and wellness podcast shows. Explore Health Talk Weekly, Healthy Lifestyle Matters, Excellent Health Digest, Healthy and Free Daily and last but not least, Weekly Health and Fitness Corner. Also, check out Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told Fiction Podcast, for that real life on the go experience with the 27-year-old golden boy, who made our guest invite number one list. He tells us about his story as it happens in real time and in real life. It's Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told. Go get a load of that happiness because happiness is healthy as we know it. Join us every week as we continue to provide you the best of health and fitness wellness updates from around the globe. Enjoy the show. Quote, the truth is, I don't know where I'm from. End quote. She said in Spanish. She went on to say that she wanted her grandmother and her grandfather to come find her and that she doesn't like birthdays. You gotta be shitting me. I know. Come on, really? Because remember, Sophia was kidnapped the night before her birthday. The woman in Khan said that she's 22. Sophia would have been 23. So the guy posted this, and I'm sure just thinking it was like a weird thing but not thinking too much deeper he did actually apparently post another video that like was that did kind of break from his persona where he was like hey like why don't we help this girl get back to her family yeah and then commenters were like wait a second like that looks like sofia juarez and so i'm going to show you a photo of sofia when she was little before she she disappeared okay Show you the age progressed photos of her, and then I'll show you this woman and okay. just see what you think. Because okay. again, you're better with faces than I am. <laughs> All right. So this is a picture of Sophia. Uh, my God, that's an adorable picture. I know. <laughs> Isn't she the cutest little girl ever? <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. So let me show you one of the age progressed photos of her. All right. So this is the most recent age progressed photo. Okay. And I'll show you the two side by side. Okay. So what do you think about the age progression? It, it's hard to to say judging from that one picture. I I'm, I can't imagine that they only had that one picture right, to go with right, the age of progression. Because the she's got a like a quirky smile <laughs> I in, know. In, in the 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 little the actual photo, picture. Yeah. Again, I can't imagine that was how she normally smiled. Right, right. So, you know. All right. Well, so let me show you the picture of the woman from the plaza in Mexico. Okay. So this is a screenshot from the video. Mm, okay. Um, nose looks different. 
See, to me, let me see if I can find a side-by-side, because to me, I thought the noses were actually pretty similar. Okay, so here are the two side-by-side. And this is that first picture I showed you of Sophia in a screen grab of the woman in Mexico. That looks, yeah, I mean, that looks more like the actual child picture of Sophia than the age progression. Yeah. The, The age progression makes the nose look different. Right. Yeah, but to me, I I feel like the noses in those two photos looks similar. They do, and they it's look it's, similar. it's tough, of course, because you know you've got however many years, right? Um, eighteen. Yeah, she's so young; it's hard to tell bone structure. Uh, yeah, exactly, because kids don't have yeah. bones. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at four, she just has a, a pudgy round face. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So the the curves around her mouth. She has a unique curve on I guess that's that would be the right side of her face. Mm-hmm. Where it goes from as she's smiling, nose, and then right around the corner of her mouth, it looks like there's it, it like juts out in a weird way. Mm. And that's actually present in both pictures along with a slight dimple on the left side of the cheek. What I'm looking at as far as... Oh, yeah, I see that. You uh-huh. see that? Well, I for in the picture of the woman, though, I couldn't tell if that's like a shadow or really what that was. Uh, I mean, at first, when I saw that, I thought that maybe that was just like dirt. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, too. Or a shadow, but I mean, looking at the... at, at that's That's a unique feature... So right. it would be odd that she happened to have like a smudge in the at same the place, exact same location. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean that's that looks a lot like the actual picture, not necessarily the age progression because the age right. progression, the nose looked a little different. But again, you know, I, I don't know how many references or uh, or source material they had for the age progression. Right. This does look a lot like her. And again, the slight dimple on the other side of the cheek. Shape of the eyes is right. Yeah, I mean, it looks a lot like her. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I'm noticing the dimple now, which is not something that I noticed. Oh, it's before. it's very slight. In it her, is. In her, it is in in her baby picture, but it's but it is there. And yeah, you know, you get older, you lose some of the some of the, the chubbiness of the cheeks, and the mm-hmm. dimple be- becomes more prevalent. Yeah, and the lips too, because they both have a thinner upper lip and a fuller bottom lip. Right. That one feature on the right side, mm-hmm. you know, I'd be curious to see more pictures of the woman of the, the older plaza. woman on the yeah. plaza to see if that if that feature Well what I will say is that up again. in every single screenshot that I've seen, you can see it. So I don't know. I mean it, it that could be a scar on her face, the older, right. the the woman. Yeah. Uh, it, it could have been dirt. I don't know, but from what I've seen, it, again, it's 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 a unique characteristic of her as a child, and it would be a crazy circumstance that right. this woman, who is basically describing what happened to Sophia, to have a mark in that same location, yeah, or a scar in that same location. Yeah, I mean, nothing surprises me really at this point, but uh, I don't know. I, I've said it before. I don't believe in coincidence. I do. <laughs> I know you do. I don't. I do not. Yeah, so once this 
whole thing started gaining steam, people began to contact police, both in Kennewick and Culiacan. The guy who made the video was cooperative and took local authorities back to the town plaza where he met the woman, but they haven't been able to locate her. However, after further investigation, it sounds like she might currently be in rehab. Mm. She also talked about having issues with drug addiction in the video. That was one of the other things she touched on. The woman's family apparently also has been contacted about the video. Like, I think just not by police, but not necessarily, but by somebody who saw it. And they're like, no, we did not kidnap her. Like, please stop. Okay, so so somebody knows this woman's actual family or supposed family? Yeah, so apparently somebody who saw the video was like, oh, that's like so-and-so's daughter or, you know, whatever it was. But yeah, they got linked back to her family in Mexico and they're like, no, she's not kidnapped. Please stop publicizing this. Leave us alone. But police aren't just like taking their word for it. So they are still investigating. Like I said, she might be in rehab and I think that's making things difficult. But they're hoping to track her down, speak with her face to face, and then hopefully get her to agree to give a DNA sample because they do have Sophia's DNA on file. Oh. And and they so what I read did say Sophia's DNA at the very least they have familial DNA. Yes, uh, yeah. You know, especially because of how cooperative the the family's been. Exactly. Yeah. So they definitely did take DNA. They have DNA in this case. So they can very easily figure out once and for all if, if this woman or not. is her. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's crazy. So it's really just a matter of finding her and hoping she agrees because like they can't compel her to give up her DNA. Sure. I mean, you can, (laughs) what was the case? The, the coffee shop diner. Yeah. Chili's man. Take her to Chili's. (laughs) Get some DNA that way. There are ways you can. Oh no, for sure. Like they could go about it, but I'm just saying like they can't legally force her to give DNA. Right. So yeah, so that's and this all has to be done, of course, with the cooperation of the the local uh, yeah, police the lo- in Mexico. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we're talking, yeah, many jurisdictions. It's it, it it's going to be a thing. So I don't think this is necessarily going to get figured out ex- especially soon. It's, you know, because this was in this has already been going on for uh, almost two months, I think, by now, mm-hmm. and we still don't have any definitive answers. So you know, it's it's a process. Yeah. But that's not all that's happened recently. Are we going to get back to that family now? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm so, I still have like so many questions about that. So well, no, and so I didn't because I I try when I'm researching these I like obviously if you type in Sophia Juarez it's TikTok 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 yeah but. When I'm actually reading, I try to read as chronologically as possible. Oh, you mean you don't want to flip to the last page of the book? (laughs) I try not to. (laughs) I mean, like I knew. I mean, obviously, like when I went into this, I knew going into it that- that, There is no last page of the book. Well, no, sure. Yes. Very philosophical. But um, no, I mean, I knew that there was this TikTok possible sighting. So I knew that going into it. 
but I didn't like read any of the articles. I didn't watch the video. I didn't do any of that. I just kind of started at the beginning and went through it. And like I said, I was able to find all those contemporaneous articles. Mm -hmm. So I was really able to get a timeline of the investigation, which we can't always do. Yeah, for sure. Um, So that's what I tried to do. And so again, when I'm reading about this family and reading about like how they did, they executed all of these search warrants and they had federal agencies involved in these search warrants, the, the son and and the papers at the time, the only thing that they could figure out was the, the son who had been sentenced to death. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, well, I guess it has something to do with that. Like nobody else could figure anything else out at the time. But, now again we're coming back okay the tiktok video obviously generated a lot of new press in the case like i said and kennewick police wanted to capitalize on the renewed interest in sophia's disappearance so they released some bombshell information that they had been sitting on since 2003 okay this information is in the form of a witness account that came the day after sophia's abduction the headline on an article, just like to give you an idea of like how like much of a bomb the police dropped. The headline on the article that appeared in the Tri-City Herald on June 2nd, 2021 reads, quote, after 18 years, detectives say they know how a Tri-City's five-year-old disappeared, end quote. Like, that's a pretty bold-ass statement. Yeah. <laughs> the article goes on to say that the key player in Sophia's abduction was another child. Hmm. The day after Sophia's kidnapping on February 5th, 2003, her birthday, the witness saw her photo all over the news and believed that they had seen her being abducted. Okay. According to this witness statement, around 8.30 p.m. on February 4th, a young Hispanic boy, estimated to be between 11 and 14 years old, approached Sophia on the eastern sidewalk along South Washington Street between East 14th and 15th Avenues. He allegedly led her to a waiting van. Sophia was crying and the boy was laughing. The witness went on to say that the van was stopped on 14th Street facing west as if it was going to turn onto Washington, but it didn't. So this person, the witness, was stopped at a stop sign and kind of saw this, but they didn't really know what they were witnessing. Yeah, sure. I mean, they didn't know if that was the boy's younger sister or what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then when they saw the news the next day, they were like, holy yeah, shit. <laughs> pieced together. Sure. Yeah. The boy was further described as being between five feet tall and five foot two and having a light complexion. He was described as chubby and having a baby face and hands large for someone his age. He had dark, short, wavy hair that was greased down flat with product. He had bangs. The van in question was that panel van. So that blue, gray, whatever panel van. So immediately in 2003, police released the information about the van, but did not release the information about the child. And the reason, so they say in this like new article, now that they, you know, released that they said that the reason they didn't was because of the ongoing investigation involving persons of interest. Gotcha. Which to me sounds like that family. And that's why 
they were looking so hard at the family. One, because of the older brother having, you know, had a very similar violent crime in his past and the fact that she had two high school aged sons. So is there anything more definitive linking that uh, witness statement to the family? Well, I don't know. To if that family that was investigated. Right. For the Vargas family. So I don't know of anything more than that. That could have been all it is. It could not have been. There could have been more. But it seems as though that the Vargas boys were ruled out, I guess, or, you know, they because I don't think anything really came of those searches, right? Mm-hmm. So it sounds like the police got this tip the day after her disappearance. It led them down the path to the Vargas boys. That ended up not turning up anything. So they still didn't want, you know, they I don't know if they were still kind of keeping an eye on them or or what. But I think that's what led them down there. It didn't end up going that way. And so they didn't yeah, they didn't want to show their hand in case. Right. But I still think that police at that time when they went searching the Vargas homes that they were looking at it from a homicide angle, Mm -hmm. which obviously doesn't fit with the woman in Mexico, right? I mean, it's kind of one or the other. Either it was a kidnapping and a homicide or a kidnapping and she's off living somewhere. Right. I am still really interested in this woman in Mexico, regardless of how insane (laughs) that would be. Because as I briefly mentioned earlier, Sophia being kidnapped and taken to Mexico was a rumor that had been around for years. Here is a quick word from our sponsor. We take this few seconds off to inform you, our valued loyal listener, about the best health and fitness podcast shows from the Nespod Studios. Join us as we give you the best of the best health and wellness updates you can rely on for the treatment of chronic health problems. Classic functional medicine back to basics health tips and special updates from the best doctors in the United States of America. Check out this health and wellness podcast shows. Explore Health Talk Weekly, Healthy Lifestyle Matters, Excellent Health Digest, Healthy and Free Daily and last but not least. Weekly Health and Fitness Corner. Also, check out Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told Fiction Podcast, for that real-life on-the-go experience with the 27-year-old golden boy who made our guest invite number one list. He tells us about his story as it happens in real time and in real life. It's Nasty Boy CC the truest story never told. Go get a load of that happiness because happiness is healthy as we know it. Join us every week as we continue to provide you the best of health and fitness wellness updates from around the globe. Enjoy the show. Right. And back in February, before the sighting happened, Commander Randy Maynard. Oh, Commander now. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, he's the one who told the Herald back in 2011 that he thought Sophia was still alive, was interviewed on the podcast Washed Away. And again, this is back in February before anybody knew about this lady in Mexico. On it, he discussed, you know, a bunch of the different rumors, including the Mexico rumor, saying, quote, there was a concern raised by somebody, not in our department or not as part of the investigation, but somebody with a connection to the family that, excuse me, Sophia's mother had some developmental delays. 
and there was some concern levied somewhere that Sophia was not being raised uh, as someone desired that she should be. And the premise was that she was uh, she was taken from her mother and sent to live with relatives or someone else uh, in Mexico in order to be raised in either a more traditional culture environment or whatever the reasoning was, end quote. Yeah, and so— That's interesting considering, again, as we discussed, like it seemed like Sophia's entire family was in the area. Right. So— but I mean, her entire immediate family, I mean, who knows? We're talking cousins, like we're talking her paternal grandfather's family. Like this is all her paternal grandmother's family, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? But again, just so we're clear with all of this in our head, this interview was around February of 2021. The TikTok video was in May of 2021. And the police released the information about the witness who saw the kid leading Sophia to a van in June of 2021. So whether this woman in Mexico is or is in Sophia, it could still fit like the whole kid leading her away into the van. Sure. Probably not with the Vargas family. Again, because there isn't. I just just don't see the connection. Well, and they searched everything. Right. And didn't find anything. And they searched immediately. I mean, they were over there fast. Yeah. But, you know, so maybe not with them, but perhaps with somebody else that Sophia knew. And I should be clear that police are still saying, even with this information, that they don't believe anyone in Sophia's immediate family had anything to do with her disappearance. So this isn't making them like relook into grandpa or anything like sure. that. But she could still be out there. Well, yeah, video is crazy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, if that's actually her, that's that's insane. Absolutely. I mean, I yeah, I, I, I don't even know. I, I It just blows my mind. So right now, in addition to getting a DNA sample from that woman in Mexico, police are focusing on the van. They want people to consider whether or not they knew someone in the area who had a similar van at the time who may have traveled in the Kennewick area as part of their regular route or routine. So, you know, they're looking, they're asking for people to not just concentrate on, you know, people who had a van like that who may have been in the area that night, just like people who like just generally would have been there if that was on their route. If this wasn't a member of, her extended family mm-hmm. trying to get her back to Mexico. This would have to be the 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 luckiest abductor, child abductor in the history of the world. You know what I mean? To r- run across a almost five year old girl like walking down the street by herself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it just it seems it seems almost like like it couldn't have been a total random occurrence. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just so hard, especially when you look at how fast the police response was. But we've seen that before in even more rural areas with a fast police response and there's just no trace of the person left. Yeah. And I guess what what where I'm going is like so this is obviously a team event. Yes. So you and ha- so you have you have a a, a child Right. Uh, you know, regardless of what you said, 10 or 11. 11 to 14 was the estimate. Okay. So a child 
but maybe somebody older because they said so they said that the child had yeah but a baby face so it could have been an older teenager who just looked young yes okay but again Uh, still uh, but but yes either way police police do not believe that this kid whoever he is decided to just kidnap Sophia. Right. And that's, they, that's my point. Is exactly. That, so now you're dealing with a team that has mm-hmm. a, a kid who's been groomed mm-hmm. to aid in abducting children who happen to be on a street when randomly Sophia is walking down the street by right. herself to meet up with grandma's boyfriend. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like you're right. I, I think that you're is, right. This is too much... The Again, odds of it are even crazier than if it was just one crazy guy. Yes. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. So, so like looking at the Morgan Nick case where, you know, she got separated and the guy in the red truck pounced. Right. Yes. But you're right. I mean, having a team just happen upon this random occurrence right. because again, I mean, this is a very random evening occurrence. It's not something that Sophia normally did. It's not, a time that a an almost five year old would typically be out walking. Yeah, and getting back to to the Morgan Nick thing, it was mm-hmm. also during a, a little league game, or yeah, was a like, little yeah. league game. So that person was hunting, right? Because there were a billion there were kids, kids there. there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is again a random occurrence. Yeah, like she's walking down the street from her home, mm-hmm. where no event is occurring. Yeah. So again, if that team of kidnappers, and I want to say it was like a Tuesday night too. Yeah. Again, if that team of kidnappers just happened to be there, then they're the luckiest kidnappers in the world. Yeah, you know, I, I don't, I don't see that. I, what what I see is that that this was planned because if that's if that's what happened, it had to have been planned to some extent. So yeah, so how would it have been planned though if if Sophia? changed her mind and decided at the last second to leave. I don't know. Yeah. I but don't, I don't I, know if there was some involvement. Yeah. I, I don't know. Again, I do not believe in coincidences and you can, it's like, you can't, it can't and I do, but that one's, that one's a little tough for me. Yeah, I mean, it, it cannot yeah. just be a coincidence yeah. that, that this You're team right. of kidnappers was the just team. sitting on, on the, on the street where Sophia happened to be going past at 8.30 on a Tuesday night. He led her to the van. It wasn't a violent abduction. Yes, which means they were set up to kidnap somebody. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, and I think even more than that, even though she was crying, it seems like she would have known him to some extent, right? Because... I mean, I feel like if he was a total stranger, he was just leading her to the van in a way that didn't make a witness think that something was too wrong. Well, yeah, but you know, you never know what he he could have said something like, "Come with me, your mom got hurt" or something like yeah. that. You know, yeah. I'm a friend of your family, and your mom yeah. got into a car accident. You know what I mean? Like they could say any number of things. This is a five year old girl. Yeah. You know, any five year old, if you know, they hear somebody saying, Hey, I'm a friend of your mom's or I'm just throwing that out there. No, I, no, I, I get what you're saying. You're right. Easily be, they could very easily be manipulated and scared at the same time and then start crying, but also go along with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, these people are master manipulators. That's, that's how they abduct kids. So 
but again, you know, it just it just seems like it seems crazy to me that it was that that if that's what happened, that mm-hmm. it, it was just circumstance. That's a good point, and I, yeah, I didn't think of this being a team aspect, especially a team with a child, as making it less likely that it was a complete coincidence, you right. know, a crime of opportunity type thing. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, I think it especially because it does involve a minor. I mean, if it was two just like dirt bags driving Adults. around, yeah. then I could I could buy it a little bit more. It would be less difficult for me to just think that two dudes could agree to do this at the spur of the moment. You're right. I, I think a, for a child to be involved like that, he would have had to have been groomed. And it does... Yeah, it doesn't seem like something that they were just passing by on their way to the movies or whatever yeah. and decided to just abduct a five-year-old on right. a whim. Again, if if that's what occurred. Yeah. Because we don't know. We don't know. I mean, the police do say that this witness is highly credible. And, you know, again, they've they've known this from the very beginning and they still think that this sighting is credible enough that they're releasing the information 18 years later because they do believe this is what happened. Yeah. The headline said, like, detectives believe they know <laughs> what happened to her. Like, police believe that that is what happened, that this child led her into a waiting van. And so I guess, you know, what happened after that is really the part that we need to figure out. Like, maybe the harm befell her or maybe she's in Mexico. Kennewick police have started a website dedicated to bringing Sophia home. It's linked on our blog, and on it, they are asking for the public to submit any information they may have, no matter how insignificant it may seem. They say, quote, somebody out there knows what happened to Sophia, or at least has suspicions about someone that may have been involved. Now is the time to come forward and help bring answers to Sophia's family. End quote. Thank you all for listening. And until next time. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.